from Wall Street to the White House, this is the Larry Kudlow Show. Bring in my pal Greg Jarrett, who's Fox News legal analyst, New York Times bestselling author. His latest book, Trial of the Century. It's a great book, Scopes Monkey Trial, Clarence Darrow, William Jennings Bryan. And a good picture of um, early 20th century politics. Greg, uh, welcome back. Thanks for this. Thanks for being on the TV last night. Really oh, appreciate it. I, very much. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I'm sorry for my outburst, uh, my non-legal outburst, but I, I really do believe Biden wants to throw Trump in jail so he doesn't have to run against him. But oh, I I'm agree looking at wholeheartedly. You know, this is this is Biden prosecuting his political opponent. It's outrageous. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I see it. You know, um, your points on the Presidential Records Act versus the Espionage Act and the violation of the attorney-client privilege. And also, there's this other thing. Uh, lawyer Stanley Woodward, they promised him a judgeship. Uh, this is uh, all incredible stuff. But, you know, uh, the guy from Judicial Watch, Michael Bakesha, agrees with you. Mike Davis of the Article Three Project. And I don't know if you saw, uh, Will Scharf just wrote a long piece. He's a former federal prosecutor. He uh, helped on the confirmations for Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, and he's run for Missouri Attorney General. They all agree with you. Uh, I want to get to the Burisma thing, but just quickly on the Trump indictment, Greg, can you quickly summarize for our audience uh, how you see this story playing? Well, I think the defense team, once it's fully uh, composed, they're going to level a bunch of pretrial motions, mm. one of them based on the Presidential Records Act, another based on selective prosecution, another based on a lawless warrant, overly broad warrant mm. uh, on Mar-a-Lago last August. They're also going to make a, a, a motion to uh, exclude and suppress the testimony of uh, Trump's lawyer Evan Corcoran. Mm -hmm. uh, who was forced to testify before the grand jury. This was an erroneous decision by a Washington judge uh, who said, you know, uh, we can pierce the, the attorney-client privilege uh, here. It's wrongful. It's, it doesn't apply to the trial court in, uh, in Florida. And then, you know, if you knock out some of the underlying charges, then that gets rid of, I think, uh, on a pretrial motion, obstruction of justice charges, because you, you can't, uh, you know, be guilty uh, of obstructing a non-crime. There's no motivation to do it if you honestly and genuinely believe that these uh, documents are yours, you're allowed to keep them. Um, then, then you haven't obstructed anything. That requires a corrupt purpose, uh, what the Supreme Court calls immoral, depraved, and evil intent. Hmm. Honesty or an honest belief, even if it's mistaken, doesn't rise to the level of obstruction. And then you got the thorny problem of jurors. I mean, you know, they, they don't have security clearance to see the classified evidence. And they must be shown that classified evidence. So what do you do? I mean, I think the only thing you can do is to declassify the documents. So then 
You've got uh, the former president of the United States accused of having classified documents that have since been declassified. Uh, if that sounds absurd, um, it is. Mm. How long? Is this going to go on for a while? It can, because many of these motions uh, are so critical to the trial that they have to be ironed out in advance. Um, and either side can appeal uh, because these are uh, petitions and arguments that are called interlocutory. Well, that takes time. You've got to go to the 11th Circuit. There have to be arguments, uh, oral and written. Then it has to be considered. Then you can appeal to the Supreme Court. So, you know, I know Jack Smith, the special counsel, has been wishing for a speedy trial. I, I find that to be a bit of a pipe dream. I mean, what is it Trump said if you put all the charges together, he'd be in jail for 400 years? Uh, I mean, it isn't conceivable to me that they actually would put a former president in jail. I mean, I just it's just inconceivable to me. It's nothing well, like that has ever public, happened. The, the public backlash uh, yeah. is going to be severe yeah. over wow. this. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I mean... mean Imagine a, a president who serves for four years. He has the ultimate classification authority. Uh, that doesn't just get switched off on January 20th when he leaves office. And, you know, former presidents get classified top secret briefings mm-hmm. all the time after they've left office. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important. So they they can help, if asked, uh, advise the incumbent president. So, you know, to somehow criminalize this, uh, even though I think the prevailing statute is a civil statute, the Presidential Records Act, uh, you know, to me is just the most egregious overreach I've ever seen. Yeah, it's totally political. Um, Greg, let's talk quickly about the Burisma bribery thing. We learned last week that the um, source, the whistleblower's source, uh has said there these 17 tapes, telephone tapes, uh, where the basically it is alleged and assumed it's the CEO of Burisma uh, speaking twice to Vice President Biden and then, I guess, speaking 15 times to uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, and the, at stake here was the alleged uh, $5 million uh, get a bribery, b- bribe to the president and five million to Hunter. Now, I mean, if if these tapes are permitted to be played, it's going to cause an unbelievable uproar. But it's also going to um, indict Joe Biden, won't it? Oh, it absolutely will. The question is, do the audio recordings exist? Who has mm. them right, right. now? Apparently. Uh, according to this confidential human source, um, they rest in the hands of this top Burisma executive. And, and remember, this human source is a long-serving, trusted, impeccable record of getting things right, so much so that the FBI paid him uh, $200,000, perhaps more. So this is not just some guy who walked in off the street. Um, he's a reliable uh, source. And, you know, it was credible enough that they put it 
in writing. The FBI did. Mm-hmm. And if the audio recordings actually exist, uh, you know, Joe and Hunter Biden discussing bribes in exchange for a foreign policy decision, that's not just uh, uh, a bevy of crimes, Larry. It's an impeachable offense. Mm-hmm. Remember what impeachment is? Treason, mm-hmm. bribery, mm-hmm. high crimes and misdemeanors. Well, what what I find so alarming is the FBI has been trying to hide this. First, they said there's they wouldn't acknowledge there was this 1023 form memorializing it, and and then they under pressure finally coughed it up, but they redacted the portion of the tapes. Why? This is an unclassified document. Uh, Congress is entitled to see it. Indeed, the American public is entitled to see it. And yet they've redacted the most critical part of it that has nothing to do uh, with making sure the confidential human source's name is not disclosed. No, this is about the tapes. So the question is, Senator Grassley posed it. What, if anything, has the Department of Justice and the FBI done to investigate In a hearing this week, the deputy FBI director uh, wouldn't say. He wouldn't say anything about it. That in and of itself is highly suspicious. It will come out, Greg. You know the tapes will come out. Grassley, of all people, James Comer, too. Comer's a a real bulldog. But Grassley, you know, you can't take on Chuck Grassley. He has enormous stature in the Senate. Well, did the FBI even seek? the tapes that's that's the question are they sitting in ukraine somewhere in a vault um you know i gotta get the out. fbi has a lot of explaining to do and so does the of, doj a lot of explaining you're exactly right anyway greg jarrett thank you folks you've got to read greg's book i'm going to push it again trial of the century it's fascinating Clarence Darrow versus William jennings Bryan. anyway greg jarrett thank you as always folks quick break on the other side uh, famed pollster John McLaughlin. I want to talk about the latest poll that shows uh, Trump beating Biden by a sizable amount. It's the Harvard-Harris poll, very reliable. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. This is the Larry Kudlow Show on 77 WABC. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. We're going to bring in John McLaughlin, my longtime pal. He's a great pollster, strategic consultant. He's the CEO of McLaughlin and Associates, along with Brother Jim. John, uh, by the way, my regards to Brother Jim. I haven't talked to him in a while. He's doing well. He's he's. He's recovering from knee replacement surgery, but he's still oh. working, so he's oh doing great. Gosh. All right. Yeah. These are tough. John. Uh, basketball again. Okay. <laughs> uh, some news this morning, okay. Um, actually, last night, a new Harvard Caps Harris poll. That's uh, our friend Mark Penn, who's a Democratic pollster, but I think you would agree he's quite a good one. 
Trump leads yeah. Biden. Trump leads Biden by six points. Right. Uh, 45% of respondents said they would vote for Trump if the election were held today, compared to 39% for Biden. Now, that's a pretty healthy lead. That's not the only poll that shows Trump beating Biden. Uh, I want to get your take on that, John. That's always been an accurate poll that tracks with us. And, and Larry, you and I, you know, with the President Trump's past campaigns, full disclosure, I'm still working for him. I saw him twice this week. And uh, uh, in the past, we were always in 2016 uh, and 2020, we were always saying we could win an electoral vote uh, on uh, battleground states. We never led in the national popular vote. Mm. And 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 now we're leading in the national popular vote. It's not just Mark Penn's poll, which is accurate. It, it, there's a series of polls in the average that usually has us down in past elections, as is up a net of two. Our last national poll at the end of May had Trump leading, and we published it on our website, McLaughlinOnline.com, had Trump leading 4743. Mm. Now, the interesting part related to what you were talking about earlier in the show, the, the Biden corruption is getting through to the voters. We'd, we'd, uh, we asked a, a question about, you know, if, if in the April poll, if they're aware of the Biden brag indictment of Donald Trump, and 82% said they were. In the May poll, we asked uh, right after uh, Congressman Comer came out with the proof of the bank wires going to the Biden family from China, we mm-hmm. asked if they were aware of that that the Bidens have got millions from China, uh, and only 55% were aware of it. The difference was, if you were aware of it, 55, in that 55%, you were voting for Donald Trump 60 to 33. Uh, if you were not right. aware, you were voting for Joe Biden 52 to 33. Huh. So Biden, no, I, I keep, because I've been telling President Trump, the only crime he committed is he's ahead of Biden in the polls. And that's because Biden's a horrible president. I mean, he's the worst president we've ever seen. He surrendered to Afghanistan. Uh, 71% of all voters think the country's on the wrong track. He has a 57% disapprove. Most voters think we're in recession, and they think the economy is getting worse 70 to 26. So Biden, Trump has a pro-growth message, and Biden has a no-growth message. Right. And, uh, and so what happens now is, Biden, every time something's coming up on on his family or Hunter Biden getting this money from China, he's indicting Trump. And the ironic part is Trump is going up in the polls. Although I told the president there's better ways, President Trump, there's better ways to try to go up in the polls. But he's like, every time he indicts us, we go up. Mm. And the reason is, like, we just had a poll in Iowa that the campaign uh, put out, and this is after the indictment. He's leading the field 51 to 19. DeSantis is at 19, Tim Scott 9, Mike Penn 6. DeSantis is going down. In our national poll, Trump is up at 54. And DeSantis, who was at 31 in January when Trump was only at 42, Mm. I mean, Trump's at 54 and DeSantis is down to 16. Ron DeSantis has no reason to run right now because his message was, I can win and Trump can't. Well, it's wrong. Trump is ahead in the polls, and he's leading Biden. And right now, when you attack Donald Trump, you may be helping Joe Biden and not helping the Republicans take him out. I mean, I've been very blunt about this. I mean, the idea that 
that uh, Trump is the easiest candidate to beat uh, with respect to Biden. Uh, that's that's not true. Biden knows that's not no. true. That's why Biden wants to, to convict him and throw him in jail. All right. If, exactly. if, if Biden really thought Trump was an easy win, he wouldn't be doing this. And if Trump's no. numbers were low, this would never have happened. I mean, it's all politics. We know that politicalization of the justice system. But this, John, your other point, uh, and you're an old Reagan guy like me, you're at, yes. this is going to be a kitchen table economic election. Now, it may be a, a kitchen table economic corruption election, but I'm just saying, you look at uh, the numbers on this, um, as you say, people think we're in a recession. Uh, only about a third back Biden, I mean, put it differently, over 60% are unhappy with Biden on the economy. And that's a huge right. number. And that is not going yeah. to improve, John, because the economy, you know, we had Steve Forbes on earlier. Whether we go into an actual recession or not, we're in a stagnation period with lingering high inflation. You know, gas prices, $3.58. Uh, you know, that's about 40 percent higher than where Trump left him. So this is not going to change. Biden's in trouble on the economy, and that means he's in trouble, period, full stop. Right. And it's and it's like you said, Reagan had to tame inflation when he came into office. This is an inflation recession yeah. where people are not yeah. their, their wages aren't keeping up. Yeah. And they know it because, you know, the stats may say inflation oh, it's only 4 percent now. People don't believe it because they're going to buy gas and they're buying food and they're, they're just they're, their wages are not keeping up with it at all. Yeah, twenty six so, uh, straight uh, months, twenty six straight months decline in real average weekly earnings. That's a remarkable number. Twenty six straight months, John McLaughlin. Right, and they're looking at this and they're saying when Trump was president, they they went got up. it went up and they had and their buying power went up. Yeah, and their wages went up. And and it's a it's a really important comparison. And now you've got Joe Biden trying to keep his family out of jail by trying to put Donald Trump in jail. And it's my I have clients in democracies in Europe, and they say to me the ones in Central Europe saying this is what the communists did. Mm-hmm. They would indict, they would prosecute their political opponents. Mm-hmm. And here you've got a situation where Biden is trying to cover up because in that Iowa poll that we just did for Trump, 96% were aware the Justice Department indicted Trump, but 73% said the investigations are about trying to stop Donald Trump from running for president. Mm. Only 16% thought he committed a crime. These are mm. Iowa caucus goers. 73% believe they're unfair and unjust. Uh, yes. John, is anybody, so DeSantis has slumped quite a bit. Uh, is anybody picking the, picking the slack up? From DeSantis, I mean, he, uh, I don't know, Tim Scott's out there, Mike Pence is out there. Uh, anybody rising? Well, Tim Scott did go from the end of April, our poll, he was at 1%, now he's at 9%. Mm. So he he had a good announcement that you could see, unlike Ron DeSantis, where you just didn't know what was going on with the mm. Internet, with the, right. the, the Internet space with uh, uh, him. But by the way, I want to go back to your point about uh, the Biden corruption, Less because in our last national poll, when we when we told the voters that uh, the Biden uh, Penn Center got one hundred five million dollars was funneled from Hunter Biden's clients from communist China into the Biden Penn Center, where they kept those documents. Hmm. All of a sudden, Donald Trump goes up to forty nine 
and Biden drops to 37. Wow. So we go from a four-point lead to a 12-point lead. So <laughs> John McLaughlin. John McLaughlin. Great pollster. My dear friend. Tell Jim to recover from the knee operation. Thanks, buddy. Folks, we're going to talk some more politics with uh, political consultant Roger Stone, who interviewed President Trump on WA. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.